Welcome back to the NSFW podcast right here on Balls Up. If you're listening on the podcast or the Spotify app, make sure you rate and review us five stars. If you're watching on YouTube, why not go over and download the podcast? Because every little helps. And hit the like button and subscribe whilst you're on YouTube. Today, no corporate Dave. It's just two days until his wedding when we're filming this. So he is prepping for that. No Milad Mogadam. He had a meeting. He is becoming corporate Milad. Dave is taking him to the dark side. Uh, No Jamie Eva, so it's just me, Horner, and Sav Berry. The young boys. The three musketeers. Lovely. Jamie's technically younger than me. What's uh, everybody been up to today? <coughs> today? Yeah, or this week, <laughs> sorry, in this in the last seven days. The last seven days. Do you want, should I go first? Yeah. We uh we had a very, very feisty game of football yesterday for FDFC. We, we did. That was a mad game. We actually played people that Joe knows personally from back home. Well, the team. I don't right. know these boys per- personally from back home. I know two players. Neither of them were playing last night. Oh, fair enough. It's just my mate's work. It's, t- it's a good story, that. Yeah. But we were, uh, yeah, seven aside. It was a very, very feisty. It was feisty. super feisty. Like, that was clo- I think that was the closest Sam Obaseki has been to having a fight. On yeah. yeah, score. Yeah. We beat it 4-1. It was a comfortable victory. We're unbeating in nine now, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. we destroyed Ooh, it. Oh, the Big league. Ten. Destroyed yeah. it in that league. The Big Ten next week. Yeah. Who have you got next week? We've got second in the table next week. Very Ooh. tough game. Are you top? Yeah, we're top of the table, of course. We've played, I think, eight or So hold on, seven. we're still in that league? I thought you were moving leagues. We are soon, but not yet. Not yet, okay. I think we've played seven or eight. We've scored 40 and Danny, conceded five. There's a, fairly, there's a fellow that we, uh, we work with called Danny. Danny Pape. And his right foot is... Just beautiful, yeah. Killian and Pepe. glorious. We've got some unbelievable players. We Sam Obaseki is crazy good. Yeah. Last night, oh. somebody whacked him into the advertising boardings, and he just went right. I've had enough. Give me the ball, and he just scored two mad goals. Obviously, also the Miff chipped in with a goal last night yeah, as well. The Miff was in there. At he swimwear. actually hit it so hard. He did put that. Ball, yeah. Put the keeper back into the net. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> unbelievable shot. But it was feisty. <laughs> the it? look he just gave off camera. Well. <laughs> <laughs> it was, it was feisty, wasn't it, last night? Yeah, yeah, it was a few near scraps. The worst. Line I think I've ever heard on a seven aside pitch came out last night. He went, there was like we were like pushing and shoving each other, or whatever. And he went, Yeah, you wouldn't do that at a club though, would you, mate? <laughs> <laughs> and we were like, We were like, well, No, no mate, it's in seven aside football. No one's playing seven aside football in a club. What, any other things spring to mind just on that topic of the worst things like you've heard people shout out at like a football game? Because I've got one. Go on, Millwall playing Sheffield Wednesday once, and uh, there used to be this guy that sat near where my season ticket was, and obviously, Millwall support was like. They're usually very quick and very witty. It's a like very funny football fan, so all the, the jokes were always quality. And there was this one guy who was all... You know those blokes who just... He won't shut up, but he's yeah. not funny. Yeah. Right, right, right. And he just come out of... I cringe saying it. This is this guy, this isn't me. Is it offensive? No, no. He just stood up and just went, yeah, well, you can only play on a Wednesday. Oh. <laughs> Against Sheffield Wednesday. <laughs> it was literally about 50 blokes, all just... <laughs> and stare at this one guy. That's embarrassing. so embarrassing. I was only about twelve at the time. I remember just thinking, "Oh What's God, going, open up and swallow him." I was uh, I was called a psychopath last night. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Got my first psychopath statement, uh, which was interesting. We had play- one of the guys we were playing against was actually wearing ASIC uh, like yeah. pavement running shoes, yeah, uh, tracksuit bottoms, and like and, and, and like under uh, ASICs, under armor, under, uh, well, yeah, like under armor gel sagas, gel sagas. Right. Yeah. yeah, and uh, we were like clattering in, into each other me and this one guy having a proper battle and I, I spotted him probably 10 yards in front of me I was playing centre half and the ball was about to get knocked into his feet I knew he was going to turn so the ball got knocked into his feet went to turn and I just met him with like an American football like no no <laughs> interest in the ball whatsoever right. an American football like double forearm smash just <laughs> under his chin just took him off his feet like so he gets up and he goes you're a psychopath you're a psychopath yeah, what's yeah, the matter yeah. with you you've got so much rage in you <laughs> angry Welsh? little man was he, Scottish, he was Scottish. Welsh, Scottish. I'm not versed. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> he was Scottish, but they were uh, terrible. We beat him four-one. Yeah. Awful bunch of blokes. But it wasn't even our best team out last night. It wasn't. No, no, we still handled them. No, Luke and Nichols either. No. Obviously, no Adam our best player. So no Luke and Nichols is on holiday. Yeah. Posting things he shouldn't be posting. Um, yeah, I need to speak to you about that. But yeah. we'll, we'll move on from that. Mad. Um, uh, other than that one, I haven't really done much. Uh, actually, we were. I did this because it's usually you that says this, but we were all out on Saturday night, weren't we? Oh, man. Uh, wasn't supposed to be planned. There was, well, for you it was. I was. Uh, I was, for us um, it was. Um, um, two mates of mine um, had a housewarming 
Yeah. And also, two other mates of mine got engaged, so we did like a, a, a day for that. It was okay. a bit of day drinking. Uh, I got asked to uh, to marry my two mates. That is Ooh, a, an interesting that? moment. Are you actually going to do Shout anything Chris online? And um, so it's not like I don't have to because basically they don't want a big wedding. Yeah. They just want they want to go get it done quietly, which yeah. they're going to go do at a registry office. Um, and then they want to they're going to do like a big party, but the party's going to sort of have like a bit of a not a ceremony, but a thing at the start yeah, between yeah. the two of them. Yeah. Um, so they want me to host that cute. thing nice. on the... On the nice, yeah. that's very nice. Um, I'd like to see you get ordained, though, if possible. But So that, that was my, my thinking, was if you're going to do it, <laughs> you might as well do it right. So, yeah. um, Talk to my mum. I'm thinking... Can, uh, yeah, I might look up, for the hookup, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, see if I can get ordained but, <laughs> and do it properly. But So that was lovely. But then we... Uh, I knew, obviously, the boys were all out for Zach's 21st. Yeah. Um, shout out the boy. And... Um, so I, I managed to rope everyone into deciding that yeah I, I I came I came seven strong down the Camden didn't I you did and met you lot in uh, in fest and we yeah, had a decent yeah, yeah. little night it was a good night had a boogie <laughs> it was a great night some was... shapes being thrown Michael yeah. McCubbin all over the place limbs flailing he did what a legend uh, Zach did brilliantly it was his twenty first oh, birthday yeah. obviously he arrived it. at my house at twelve thirty. Um, this is in the day, yeah, like midday, like yeah. lunchtime. Um, and we, I thought, right, we, this is twenty first. You got to go pretty big for your twenty first. Yeah. So lined lined him up a fair few shots of alcohol. Mainly drinking absinthe. He had to do a shot for every goal. So by the time we arrived at uh, at Camden Fest, I think he was about. 12, 13 shots deep at 3 o'clock in the afternoon, 4 o'clock in the afternoon. Don't try this at home. Yeah. Uh, poor old... Uh, poor old... Oh, bleak that. Poor old myth. Um, uh, uh, he met us. He, he arrived very early, waiting at least about 45 minutes for us. I was like, yeah. Oh, no. I, was like, yeah, I didn't I'm, know that. I'm just on the tube nearly there, mate. Nearly there. <laughs> I hadn't even got the tube yet. <laughs> Clap him. Miles away. But it was a wicked night. Big up Camden Fest for having us. Yeah. Um, had a lot of fun there, yeah. and then uh, you did all the free booze before I arrived, though. We did all the free booze. Did all the free booze before you arrived, unfortunately. Yeah. Before but, I arrived, to be fair. Yeah, yeah, that went pretty, pretty quickly. quickly I'm not yeah, gonna yeah. Lie. But, Shout uh, out Milan as well, who promised you he was going down. Didn't he, he literally made me promise to him that I was going. And then didn't turn up. Biggest dropout going is yeah, Milad. Yeah, and uh, he's, he's got so many tells of it. It's like today I asked him, but what did I ask him about today? So you're going to join us for this UFC watch along, which we will be doing in the next And we're doing a UFC watch along, yeah, on Khabib Nurmagomedov. Boom, there it is. Yeah. Um, we asked him if he was going to join us for it. And he did it. He went, yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll be there. <laughs> he knows straight away yeah, that means yeah. he's going to say yeah and then on the night he'll, uh, he'll, he'll he's, he's a fan of an Irish goodbye meal isn't he yeah, he he'll just drift he's out a fan of an Irish hello he never shows up never shows up <laughs> it's decent. mental it's not bad for me he's got he's got a very very poor track record yeah. of showing up to anything he does yeah. he does indeed let Dave Jackson down on this stag and now he's let Zach he show, down he, his he showed up for this stag yeah, at least he showed up for it yeah yeah he but did show up just on the night quickly on the Zach Zeller's birthday Sonny from Football Daily, yeah, was on big form. He was on really big form. One of one of Sonny's first couple big nights out, wasn't yeah, it? Yeah, I would yeah. say it was. It yeah. was Sonny's first night out in London. Actually, oh, was, was it? Yeah, it was his first night in London. Ooh. Stayed at um, this is quality. Stayed, stayed at Temps, at, stayed at Temps and yeah, Zach's yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, place. Stayed in Kieran's room. That's hilarious. Kieran sent him a handover for his bedroom. <laughs> Dead it's jokes. But Sonny was an absolute <laughs> highlight of the night. Yeah, he was quality. He's obviously a black belt in karate, son. So he, he can handle himself. And when he is actually like stood up, yeah, he's, he's, quite, he's, he's quite large. But he he's doesn't, similar sort of frame but, but to He's also extremely. He, he looks innocent. Yeah, he does, yeah. Yeah, very much innocent. Yeah. And, uh, but you still just wouldn't mess with him. He was going, everybody get out of our area. Come on, blokes. Come on, blokes. Come to walk in. He's going, get out. Oh, the get best out. Way, get this, out. The, the best one, this balding ginger bloke walked in, right? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. With like a couple of girls or whatever. And Sonny, Sonny's like... <laughs> <laughs> it was mad. Sonny was like, what's he doing here? He gets up, ushers him out. He's like, I'm not having Sean Dyche in this, bl- <laughs> in this booth. It was great, actually. And then uh, it was actually like a cabaret night, so there was, uh, yeah. there was like no, fire breathers. It usually is, like a yeah. Saturday night. I think, no, I think that was their first one. That was their, that was their oh, first cabaret night. When it used night. to be Proud, Proud used to do that regularly. Oh, and they had, anyway, two fire breathing ladies and a, uh, a midget who was like, <laughs> like doing the overall, uh, like... <laughs> MCing effectively of the yeah. night, and he asked Sonny for a uh, his, he asked Sonny for a um, like a photo or something like that. A yeah, did, yeah. Photo. Basically, he was you weren't actually in the booth at that time, were you? No, it? I wasn't. So me and the myth were sitting down, um, and he walks in with like the photographer, or whatever. He's like, "Oh, can I just get like a couple of shots just for a promo, or whatever?" So he walks over, get the pictures, like just busting normal conversation. 
I can't stress, normal conversation, right? He then asked Sonny, he's walking out, he then asked Sonny, oh, how big are your shoes? Don't know why he asked him. <laughs> how big are your shoes? He goes, I'm size 11, why? He goes, oh, just ask him. Walks out, Sonny goes, I was this close to knocking him out. <laughs> no need for it. Absolutely no need for it. He's a wizard, number one. Number two, he didn't say anything. Do you know what I'm saying? It's crazy. He's proper essence. He's well, so actually. funny. But he is very, very funny. So funny. Yeah, I'll turn to the middle of it. I went, Mills did turn up. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, but yeah. I mean, you've just basically. I was going to ask you then. How was your how's your week been then? Let's um, say after, how was your Sunday recovering from? Oh, this? Sunday was a mess. Yeah. Sunday was I was not in good areas at all. I was all over the place. Didn't leave the house. Didn't people go back to yours day. as well, didn't they? Yeah, people come back to mine, <laughs> including my brother. Yeah, I yeah. didn't go. My brother went back. <laughs> yeah. Joe, and then and then my brother and Joe agree that Joe is now doing a DJ set. At your your Halloween party. Yeah, I'm having like a Halloween house party and. Uh, <laughs> Dave Horner's um, brother Joe is a DJ and he's uh, doing a set at my house party. And so back to back with James so Wayne. James Wayne's doing a set as well. And I, think an, out the boys. I think another one of my friends is doing a set as well. I said it to Joe the other day. Uh, I showed him the email you sent around the office saying about if people wanted to go. Yeah. And, uh, and he just said, you, I, I don't really remember... Um, like agreeing to it, and I said, "Do you know you're going back to that with James A?" I don't remember saying that at all. <laughs> yeah, we are now. Definitely did, and he even got uh, Doogie to record a sample for it. He's played me that. It's, it's, it's decent. Yeah. Doogie goes, "It's something like uh, James. These beats are far too hard for this time of night." Yeah, but <laughs> Doogie's yeah. so posh. Yeah, yeah. He's gonna he's gonna try and use that on a track at some point. Yeah, that's quite jokes. Anyway, let's go on to news stories then, Savs. Sweet. What have you got? What are you bringing to the table today? Uh, well, today I just want to talk about uh, these two blokes from Croydon. Right. It's not the do- the cat cat murderers. What? Yeah, two stories coming out of Croydon this week. <laughs> there is front is it, page BBC uh, today: the Croydon cat murderer. What? Really? Yeah, I hadn't seen that. What's that? Five hundred cats been defaced. 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 What's it called? Mutilated in Croydon over the last defaced like, five hundred like, cats. Yeah, over the last ten years, and they're trying to find the. They're trying to um, just having cats. That's Croydon. Croydon. Yeah, uh, cats and it's, like the, it's like the Croydon cat killer. It's called. What? I'm not joking. It is and not. Wrong. No way. And, like, they've been Croyd- hunting for the Croydon cat killer for years. Somebody's been mutilating cats, but now they've kind of come to the opinion it's not It's not one person. No, so no, 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 no. It's not one person. It's nothing. It's like it says, Croydon cat stuff. killer hunt ends after three-year investigation. Scotland Yard declares humans in the clear, and foxes are likely behind yeah. mutilating. Just, just mutilating cats. Yeah, humans in the clear. Of them, bro. Like, That's all missing mad. heads and stuff. And, uh, yeah, that was a big news out of Croydon for this week, so you better be bringing some fire. Well, just quickly on that, my uh, my mum's cat had a fight with a fox last week. Oh, that, that was just on this topic. So do what you're say, yeah, yeah, very dangerous. Like she uh, shout Latifa, the name of the cat. It's quite Latifa. Latifa. Yes. Um, after the Queen, obviously. Um, yeah, so she had a fight with it. I, I went and see, went and saw her, and uh, it's just bald, basically. <laughs> like it's like all the hair. <laughs> what the fox? Yeah. yeah. Oh dear. But yeah, no, that, it's not about cats, my story. It's about these two. Just, um, just on the subject, yeah. Though, I would just say because you're saying both of you involve foxes. That um, like, I'm walking. We were saying this earlier. We haven't had. There's always been events or things we to, like we've been staying late the last couple of weeks. Like, so yeah, nice, yeah. We? It always ends up that you get in. I'm walking back off the train and it's like eleven o'clock midnight. Mm-hmm. Whatever. It's, pro- it's late at night. So around me, like around like you, you get you know the foxes that oh, they're big gits. Yeah. 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 Roadman foxes. Yeah. 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 And Storky. you're saying about like they're mutilating cats. Seriously, you walk down the road. I'm having it every night. It's just in my mind because you're walking down and they're there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I swear to God, they're following you. Yeah, they're rolled like, cats. You, get, you turn yeah, around, they're rolled, rolled foxes. They, turn around, they like go behind a bush. Bro, I'm and telling you, just, you're I'm just out again. mad. Awesome. I'm have, I'm they're so dangerous foxes. Yeah, they're yeah, proper yeah. dangerous. Yeah. Like, oh, so well, don't tell me this. There was. Um, <laughs> I don't know whether you boys saw do coming back to Doogie Critchley. Did you see his story yesterday? <laughs> I love it. Oh yeah. my god, it's comedy gold. Yeah. It's, it's one of his first Instagram stories, and he posts a photo. It's a selfie of him, his girlfriend, and a cat, and it said R.I.P. Um, oh, what's the name of the cat? I can't remember. R.I.P. Cat. Yeah. Um, cat. Great cat or something like that. Yeah. And uh, the next one was just a video of him going. Just like to correct myself on that one, cat's not actually died. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, I'm actually going to get the <laughs> sound clip up. It's actually hilarious. <laughs> He's calling. He called the what? death of his cat before it was dead, and he posted it on Instagram. <laughs> so here's the first one. It's R.I.P. R.I.P. Patch the cat. What a guy is the hashtag. <laughs> what a guy. This is the, this is the next one. Right, in a miraculous turn of events, please ignore my previous post on my story. Patch the cat, great cat. Is still alive. He's made a Jesus second coming. He's fine. 
That is amazing. That is amazing. He's honestly gold. Dukes is absolute gold. It's it's when he just goes, great cat. (laughs) Great cat. Great cat. He's made Jesus second coming. In fact, furthermore, on that, I'm going to have on screen now a video. I took one last week of a fox following me from to my mum's house. Followed me all the way there yeah. from the station to my mum's. What's wrong with that? It's not going to hurt you, a fox. It's well scared of you. Oh, foxes are super dangerous. He literally just said it. Yeah, I mean, for, for like small animals, they are like dangerous. Cats. Have you also heard about cats, the first, not, the, the first domesticated foxes in this country no. where people have them as pets? No. I've seen a video. I think we did a video about a guy that like has, has domesticated taken one a fox in. and he's like, like he looks like a fox. Oh, so them, it's them. a bit, you know, yeah, yeah, it's yeah. like how, how legit is it? My old dog was a uh, Jack Russell, and yeah. his dad was That's a. So, uh, it's just him, isn't it? Was a farm. <laughs> yeah, Jack dad, Russell. If you were a dog, you'd yeah, be you'd Jack be Russell. Russell. <laughs> <laughs> Ratting about. His like. dad was a farm, uh, a farm Jack Russell, yeah. and so pretty much purely bred for ratting yeah. like go and kill <laughs> hundreds of rats a day Welcome and uh, one day the farmers came down um, after they'd sent him off ratting or whatever uh, came down and he'd ripped the throat out of a fox killed Love him it. in a fight a Jack Russell That's ripping mad. the throat out of a fox I bet, I bet he lived off That's that yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah it's an absolute the... beast Jack Russell walking around like, <laughs> oh, <"Come> boys. On. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, we're going to get to your story in a minute him, bro. the weirdest thing I've ever seen in terms of dogs like that is uh, I went to Santorini on holiday once <laughs> and um, no one walks their dogs. Yeah. But the dogs take themselves out. It's like it's like the same in Turkey. Yeah, it's but the it's the weirdest thing because yeah. you'll be sitting at a restaurant, right? And there's like two dogs that live in a house. They're just sitting outside the house. Yeah. And while you're sitting at a restaurant, like four will walk up have met on yeah, the way. Yeah, yeah, it's like yeah, knocking yeah. for your mates. Literally, bro. It's the and, and they walk. They get to the restaurant. And the two join them. Yeah. <laughs> they carry on. Bro, it's and then it's the mad. dogs would just meet, like do the rounds to get everyone. Then trot off out into the like up the hills or whatever. Yeah, have yeah, a little yeah. walk for half hour, and then you'd see him come back. Those two drift back home, and then carry on oh, again. It's nuts, bro. It's mental. That's my mum, my mum's got a yard in Turkey, and I went to stay out there last year uh, for a little holiday for about a week. Yeah, and um, like when we would walk down to the beach, it's like a 10, 10, 15 minute walk from the beach. And when you're walking past like houses, these dogs will be in the houses. They're not chained up or anything. They're just there, <coughs> chilling. But there's like real life beef. Yeah. Like they have territory. Yeah. Like when there's a there's two dogs. My mum's named them Eric and Derek here, and they uh they they live in my mum's Evlary is what it's called. It's like a cul-de-sac. So when we're going to the beach, Knowledge. they know they know where we're going. So they follow. They go with mm. us. So because they can't go through that territory without humans. That's literally what it's like. So they're, <laughs> so they're going through. They're walking through, and all these dogs are like. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And then they're like, yeah, we've got humans. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It's so funny. It's wicked in Turkey. What's um, your story? My story. What's <laughs> <this> <laughs> Little animal dog. Yeah, it's not even. It's not even as good as all that, to be fair. But it was uh, basically these two twins. They're like 39. These two black twins. I think they're Nigerian. Nigerian heritage. Um, they started their own cryptocurrency in like their mum's kitchen, right? And they're now worth. A hundred million as like a collector. What? It's crazy. Yeah. Is that one of those like classic like made it from nothing stories? Yeah, it's nuts. I'm not. I'm not like. How do you hot start your details? Own I'll get the details out because yeah. I think it's something like their cryptocurrency is, is. They actually started it as a way for small businesses to have cash flow. Right. Okay. Um, which I'll be honest, I'm saying that because that's what it says, and I remember when I read it, thinking, don't know "What, what does that mean?" Yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> but f- I thought crypto. I thought like the arse had fallen out of the cryptocurrency market. Like I thought it was all over the place. Wasn't that just Bitcoin? Or Was that cryptocurrency? Don't down Blaze. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> got money invested. I don't know, but I kind of thought that the right. that cryptocurrency had gone a bit rogue over the last like five months, and people had stopped investing. It definitely in it to declined. A it 100 percent declined because there was a massive uptake, and it, it was like spiking. Yeah. Ridiculous. Like Bitcoin, one Bitcoin was worth thousands and thousands and thousands. Bro, there was a girl um, on my Instagram who she was put. I wouldn't if me personally. If this was me, I would not have been putting this up. But she'd basically put up like videos and pictures of her um, looking at like the graph and she'd put in I think maybe 400, 500 quid mm. worth of, of um, pound sterling when it was nothing yeah. and then now everything that she'd put in was worth 50k. Do you know what I'm saying? And she yeah, was putting crazy. that all over socials. I'm like, mm, I wouldn't do that. Do you know that's what's crazy. proper weird? Yeah. I cannot find it anywhere. Story. Yeah? There it is. Like, there it is, oh, yeah. that's weird. Last search I've done, it's just popped up. <laughs> no, that did well. <laughs> 
But, but yeah, it's, it's I, nuts, man. Like, I, I never just, invested. Did you actually ever invest? I didn't in invest it? in it. I wasn't sure what it was, and I'm not going to put my money somewhere. I don't know. Where Some it's people invest in it in our big office, time, yeah. big time. Yeah. We're putting like a fair few hundred pounds into yeah, it, man. but we just never. I didn't get into <laughs> it. Got onto it. And some of them made some money actually. I'll, um, Darren I'll just, made a, a fair bit. Darren money. made some decent. Yeah, I think yeah. he's still got some invested in like Ethereum or one of them, one of the other yeah. ones. Just to give you some facts on it, Steve and Sam Williams, both 39, whose parents emigrated from Nigeria in the early 70s, spent four years working on the software behind their Populous, that's the name of their one, um, currency in the family home in Broccoli. It helps small and medium-sized businesses with cash flow. Within five days of launching in June last year, so only a year as well, demand was so strong, the initial batch of tokens were worth more than eight million. And basically, where's the hundred million? That's ridiculous, isn't it? The thing is, can Um, you imagine being them two, right, and saying to people, trust me, what we're going to be doing is going big, and everyone's like, oh, shut up, what are you talking about? Just to give you the final... Now worth a hundred mil. Their their cryptocurrency, Populous, is now rated as the 51st most valuable cryptocurrency in the world. Uh, There's about 2,000 in the world. And it has a market value of about 100 million pounds. That is pounds. Mental, it's crazy. Man. Because you think, like, you, they would have been telling all their family, like, yeah, yeah we are going to, this is going to be massive. And their yeah. family's like, yeah, okay, Steve. <laughs> Apparently, like, the story is, is they, was, they started their business in their mum's kitchen. So yeah. it's crazy. Like, I it's, love stories like that. Bro, it's I'd weird. love to get them on a podcast and just chat to them about their mindset mm. and about how, what they were thinking. And obviously, they're not young. Do you know what I'm saying? Mm. Like, what were they doing it's before? It's one of those things, though. It's just like, like, my dad's always been amazing for it. It's yeah, like, yeah. It, it's so many ideas through the years where if he just had... My dad never had, like, um, backing in terms of, like, his, his... Not in a bad way, but yeah, his yeah. mum and dad would never be like, oh, let's help you go do something, because they never yeah. had anything. Yeah, so yeah. Um, he, he had so many, like, ideas of stuff that probably could have taken off. He's just never had the chance to make a break out of it. And there's yeah, so yeah. many people like that. Who like could have had incredible ideas for businesses or whatever, yeah, and have just never, never been given the the tools. Any person that's really made it, a lot of the people that make it, will always say that like a lucky break helps somewhere. It is always, yeah, yeah. So it's got a lot to do with it, man. Although I've listened <coughs> to a few um, podcasts from uh, AMPR. Mm. Uh, they talk about uh, it's a podcast called How I Built This. Yeah, yeah. A wicked podcast. It's only like forty minutes, so not long episodes, uh, but they're so digestible. And it each week features. Um, I think his name's like Guy Raz, something like that, and he interviews an entrepreneur, mm. and he's had like Richard Branson on there, like yeah. uh, massive names, like the owner of Five Guys, the owner of Instagram, like uh, the Instagram story. I think is probably one of my favourites. The Instagram guy yeah. that started Instagram as like a location app, so like you would post on there where you are. Right. So you would That's like crazy. tag yourself in at Costa Coffee, London. Yeah. Like, was it Foursquared? Yeah, was it was literally was, a rip-off of Foursquared, yeah. pretty much. And, That's um, on the Facebook And thought, to it? differentiate themselves from Foursquared, they put, they put the, the ability photo. to so you put a photo that there. And then one day, when they were walking down the beach, yeah. uh, him and his girlfriend, he um, thought to himself, he took a photo to tag himself in at wherever yeah. some beach, and he thought to himself, oh, I wish you could make that look just that little bit better. And his... Missus was like, why don't you just add like a filter? Like you should just add a filter that you can just automatically swipe across. Man. And that was the first filter ever created. I think it was called X-Ray or Lo-Fi. It was one of those. Lo-fi. Oh, and yeah, it's yeah, still yeah. there yeah, now yeah, to this yeah, day. Yeah. And then they just eventually, as, as the algorithm changed, they binned off locations and went for um, purely uh, yeah, photo-driven stream. stream app. And, that, and it then became obviously worth probably billions Huge. and bought by Facebook. Well, Instagram seems to be in my view at least, um, the platform that's taking the time to do video and things like that right yeah. and do monetize it, they're not rushing into it, they're, they're making sure the key is still how you consume content. Yeah. If you don't follow balls up on Instagram, so make sure you go and do yeah, that as no, well, isn't it? Um, Shout definitely. out, GG. Uh, also, there's another really interesting one on there. Um, I think it's, it's not Five Guys. It might have been Five Guys. Uh, but the Richard Branson one's proper interesting. Like the amount of failed businesses he's had, yeah, crazy. Yeah. You know, he actually had a business for wedding dresses called Virgin Brides. Virgin Brides, it was called, and it was actually a business that um, was pitched to him once in an elevator, a literal elevator pitch by a random woman who got her way into Virgin offices, pitched it to him, and he actually created a business around it, and it failed. <laughs> One question on that. Crazy. I've always wondered this. Uh, this is probably a really easy answer. I've just never Googled it. Does it did you ever mention on it why his brand is Virgin? 
Um, I think he does, but I can't remember what he says about it because it's such a bad name, isn't it? Well, this is, I always remember. I, I, <laughs> I remember. I remember <laughs> writing a joke when I was really young yeah. about it. That uh, he started it when he was sixteen or, so, or eighteen or something like that. And the joke was like, I can't remember exactly the punchline was like, so no wonder he called it Virgin. Yeah, but I, I don't. Yeah, it's definitely it, not that. It, I, it, don't know, good I can't remember what it was. Listening to like entrepreneurs speak here, yeah, it makes you realise how almost crazy and detached you have to be to get to that level of entrepreneurialism. Yeah, man, he, 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 he's honestly mental. Like, like so even the Elon Musk thing with Joe Elon Rogan. Elon Musk podcast yeah, with Joe yeah, Rogan. Yeah. We have Mad. to talk about it because it's mental. I know it's yeah. been out for a w- over a week now, or yeah. a couple of weeks. You, was, you, you were sort of fascinated in weird ways. By I can't, I can't yeah, stop it's a watching mad it. Podcast, I can't stop bro. watching it. And the, the worst thing about it was the weed. Like, you'd forget that, yeah, bin yeah, that yeah, off. Yeah, that, yeah. The fact that that went viral was almost like taking how away take how good it is. Because sure. that podcast is madness. <coughs> when he's talking about AI oh, and uh, the future of like gasoline cars and stuff, the man is a di- different, different he's a level, level of brain to, yeah, to us humans. Mm. He's actually so robotic as well. Yeah, when really. he's speaking, it's like, yes, he, this he, is not smart. Yeah, it's, yeah, yeah. it's the use of the word this in that yeah. podcast. Is like He's going like, this is not a good idea. Yeah. This is not a smart way to live. He's almost like so a computer. He's always like establishing he, the thing, isn't it? Yeah, it's really bizarre. But, very like but his computer. thoughts on AI, I think, are really interesting. How he petitioned the government and he actually personally met with Obama mm. to warn the American government about the dangers of AI. And they basically refused to listen to him and were yeah. like, no, it's never going to be that bad. And he was like, he was like, we have now got to the stage where it's happening. We can't do anything about AI. Like it's going to happen. We he at one stage in the podcast he actually calls us the biological bootloader for AI. That's mad. Like he was like the we have now. It could well be that the point of this species as hum, humans as we know it now is to become and create AI. That could be the, when the, people ask why are we on this earth. The reason now actually genuinely could be so we can create AI. Nuts That's because if, they, if if AI actually gets born in the way it. That you, once it's out of the box, you can never put it back in. You can never yeah, put the genie back yeah, in the box. Yeah. You can't just unplug it out of the wall. It doesn't work like that. Yeah, 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 like yeah. Once it's out of the box, you can't get it back in. And effectively, we what, are now why? on a course. What, what do you mean by that? Well, because it will become so super intelligent, you won't be able to distinguish it from reality. Yeah, and also it's like, go, it's like this whole go forth and reproduce thing. right? Once there's one, it's gonna, if we make it as intelligent as we want to make it, then it's going to think, there needs to be more of me then, doesn't there? Because there's way more of them than there is me. No, but it's also like, AI will get to the stage where it will be so smart, it will have worked out a way to self-power. You won't need, you can put it in a dark room and it will be able to self-power. Its it's intelligence is so much greater than Mm. you, you can't comprehend. Mm. It's thinking, like we're thinking and seeing in a really narrow field it's seeing at a million times and thinking at a million times the speed you're thinking at right now mm. yeah. so it's doing calculations that we can't even comprehend, comprehend. yeah for sure it, it's stuff like um he's basically got a, a company called Neuralink at elon musk yeah. where he's trying to put ai in the human brain as a plug-in so it can work with you so effectively at the snap of a finger we could all become superhumans yeah, and that, that to me, is it's crazy. Because it's he, nuts, he makes a really good point, is that effectively, right now, we are all cyborgs. Why is that? Because on, you, are to- like, you are totally reliant on your phone. Yeah. Like, as, as much as you can, as close as we are, we are effectively a cyborg. We are almost simpatico with technology in the form of an iPhone or a Samsung or whatever phone you're using. Yeah. The only problem with it is bandwidth. Like, you're, you can't type fast enough to get the information you desire. You know what I mean? If, right, you're, yeah, if we yeah, were all yeah. thinking like the Croydon thing, yeah. we couldn't get that information because the bandwidth of the search and us trying to think of what we're going to search mm. and type in didn't work. Yeah. If that was preloaded into your brain and as you thought about it, you every article about the Croydon thing came up, you're immediately increasing the time taken to get information by a million. You're also, another thing people don't think about when they think about AI in the brain is memory capacity. If you think about your phone's memory as you've got a, a 64 gigabyte iPhone, mm. you, your phone never forgets anything if yeah. you don't want it to. Yeah. You can mm. capture every photo and every moment. Imagine if your brain had a memory that mm. never forgot. 
it would be crazy. Like, you would never forget a name, you'd never forget a face, you'd never forget a piece of information. But it also makes me think, like, you see, like, in The Matrix, and this is going a bit left field with it, but in The Matrix where you would be plugged in and you could download literally Kung Fu into your head. Mm. You could literally download how to fly a helicopter into your head. Yeah, that's what it'll be like. So, but, it, but what I'm saying is, like, as far as physically then, me physically, I don't know Kung Fu. So when... And you can't change muscle with a, a chip in your brain. Yes, you can. With a chip in your brain. Of course you can. You can change muscle fibre and the quick, uh, fast muscle twitch fibre, can't you? You but can you can't change. change you're not going to be able to change you physically. Uh, it doesn't make a difference. You would still know Kung Fu. Yeah, I know. But what I'm saying is, how is my body... My body is not going to be used to it. So am I not going to be more... Yeah, you're obviously like, you're not. You might you're, not be as snowy. Surely you won't be able to execute it as good as someone who has Why trained. Not? But you would. You know could how. be the master of kung fu, but just because you can't flex and bit, and that is a problem, isn't it, for the human body? No, so I mean, no, so I mean, surely in theory you can know it, but your physical execution of it will be hampered by you not being in the fittest. Yeah, it'll be hampered, but you know it. Like you, you know it as well as Bruce Lee yeah, so knows d- it. You're, you're making his point there. No, I'm not. Right. He's saying, I'm, I'm saying, saying you I'm would be the best at Kung Fu in the world, no matter what. No, I'm saying I wouldn't because of my physical limitations yeah, and so the fact that yeah. I never practiced So what you just agree with me but on... your physical like, limitations so, so like, don't exist. No, they, they will they do. They, they, they will. Because imagine... OK, so imagine you've got the greatest, uh, I don't know, jiu-jitsu practitioner in the world, yeah, right? Yeah. You've also got a guy who's severely out, out of weight and an absolute mess. Yeah, yeah. And you download how to be an expert jiu-jitsu practitioner yeah. into his head. yeah, yeah. The guy who could do it anyway, whose body is built to do it, is still going to be better at it. Yeah, than if, the guy he's just fit, down, if he's fitter. That's the point. But I could download an unlimited more amount of, uh, of information about jiu-jitsu than he's ever consumed. Y- yeah, yeah. I, I think you're arguing two different things. But you're my point is the brain power will increase exponentially, will, yeah. for sure. Yeah, but my I'm point saying is the brain power will always overcome physicality. And... and, and, and an obscene amount of information will yeah. always overcome the fact that you're fitter than me. Because I'll figure out a better way than you can ever even come up with of beating you. I'll be able to process the move that you're about to make a hundred times faster than you can as but a regular human. You might, your mind might be able to, but your body won't be able to do what it wants to with your mind. Even now. Why? Because think about it like this. Not, no, no, you wouldn't be f- this, is the, this is the perfect example. I, when I was younger, I was way better at football than I am now. Yeah. Right? I now think about doing things when I've got the ball at my feet that I used to do when I was younger, but I can't because my body won't do it anymore, right? So even if you have it in your head and know what you can do, doesn't mean that you can still do it. That's a good point. (laughs) (laughs) It's a good point. I still think, though, that you would be able to do it. I feel like that's your... That's because your brain can't get the information to your body quickly enough. I like how he did that. That's a good point. I still think you could, though. <laughs> it is so. a good point, but you're, that's because your brain's... Like, you think that, but your brain's not able to process it to your body fast enough. Maybe. I'm, I, I'm, I don't your know. brain controls everything. There's not, a, there's not like, a second part of you you're, going, you're bo- oh, you're, I can't b- do it. You're... Yeah, we're not going to have an answer, are we? Because no. you are going to theory, aren't you? It's yeah, hard. Yeah. It is a theory. But, <laughs> but it it's is interesting. It's mad interesting. It's mad interesting. It's gonna it have blows like your mind. And the like idea of AI is scary. Like, I, I know this is really theory. stupid, but like, um, you know AI the film? Yeah. You ever watched that? Like, I, think so. I remember I was young when that came out. Yeah. I remember being just creeped out at that film. At just the idea of like this kid that was a, was a boy and was trying to feel emotions for yeah, his yeah, mother. Yeah. Yeah. But he was a robot. Yeah. But it was just like a crazy... Those things, it's one of those things where I think the thing is we've been brought up in media for our whole lives to see AI or robots or any technology, advanced technology, being a certain way. Mm. So to have conversations like this, you almost have to go back to when you knew nothing about it to consider what it would actually be like in yeah. real life. He explains which is a hard so well. thing to he does do. do. He explains yeah. it so well. It's, it's such a good podcast. If you Worth checking out. Go and listen to the whole um, Elon Musk. On that, I wanted to you you brought up the Corden, Corden story. The two mm, boys. Mm, mm. Um, was there any sort of specific something that you wanted to, to go through? No, not really. I think it was. Do you know what it was? I just obviously as a black man seeing seeing it come up, and I was like, Crazy. that's mad. That two my brothers from Croydon. Do you know what I mean? Two two guys from Croydon twins who just managed to off their own backs turn themselves into multi multi millionaires it's like Sam and Steve <laughs> Sam is crazy Man. Sam and Steve <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah um, 
But I love yeah, the no, film. Man, it was just... One of them's got the uh, one of them's got the Louis Vuitton belt. Yeah, the, yeah, and the Hermes. The, the other one's yeah, got the yeah. Hermes on. Yeah. It's such a black it. belt as well. <laughs> you're, <laughs> wearing, you're wearing a Gucci belt today. Yeah, I am, bro. Yeah. I'm wearing. I'm well, still, still wearing. Still wearing, still wearing the Dolce. <laughs> I'm still wearing the Dolce. Joe lost his belt when when we were in Leeds. Don't know how. Someone stole it. You reckon? I think I just was hitting people with it or something. So you're now wearing. You're now wearing your. I'm wearing my girlfriend's. Wearing my girlfriend's belt for. For a week, I mean, I'll be honest. I should have gone and bought one. Yeah, it's been over a week. Yeah, it's been over a week. Definitely should have gone and bought one. I know, yeah. really, really not. In fact, right. speaking about uh, Gucci, some fella keeps commenting on every video. Oh, Sav, watch check. What's your watch? Yeah. What's your watch? It's a Gucci watch. Is it always this one? No, no, that's my other Gucci watch. It's the gold one. This this is one I bought and my girlfriend. What's your watch? Watch check. I haven't got a watch on. I used to wear a watch all the time, but. I haven't got a good fake at the moment, and I've got the money to buy a real one. So I used to always. And be, like, this is a good topic to have about this. Go on then. Fake watches. Okay. Will yeah. I wear them? If you get a good one, you get a really good one. Like a replica. Like a replica. Mm. Yeah, I would wear it. See, always. I would not wear it. No. Nah, it's terrible. It's awful. Tragic. But, so, no, but the thing is, is you're thinking of like a proper flashy. I'm not talking about a rolly. I'm not talking about anything. I'm talking I about not wear a fake. So there used to be. They used to name me no names, but there used to be a, uh, yeah. a guy I knew that um, he basically he he used to he used to work in the factories of um, tag. Yeah. Oh right. And okay. So, yeah, you told me about this guy before. And he um, he his watch price for fakes was not cheap. It was still hundred or quid or like, a but you know, not two, three grand. Yeah, but you're yeah, gonna yeah. pay for them. Um, but basically, he had still had the hookup for parts, and it just wasn't coming out of the factory. But he could make pretty much the same thing, and he'd charge whatever, and he'd <laughs> make a, a tag Carreras. And when I say very simplistic, not over the top watch, so it ain't even flashy. It's just normal. But the things would last like seven, eight years, yeah, no yeah. problem at all. Still going. I still got them. They, I ain't got a strap on it, but the face is still in my room now, and it's ticking away. See, this uh, is the thing. This morning, I woke up. Right, I put this on, walked out my door, and when I was sitting on the tube, I also time looked at it, stopped ticking, and this is See, real. That's a real one. Go into the shop and just fix it. <laughs> <laughs> Tell battery. you what, though, no, no. Uh, this is a quick question of things like that because this is going to remind me in terms of stupid stuff you bought as a kid, right? When you yeah. thought you were being caught yeah. or whatever. <laughs> so, um, me and my brother, uh, <laughs> when we were younger, me and my twins. brother, like the yeah, the do rag twins. Me and my brother like bought some. Like for, you know, you get like a silver bracelet. It's got your name on it, oh, shit like that, oh, all that kind of stuff. But I remember at one point, I don't know if you remember this, but back in the days of like the old, I remember Ludacris wearing them, but like the old hip hop and rap videos. Jacob the Jeweler was always the guy that made the watches for the rappers. Yeah, and they were always. I don't know if you remember the ones, big jewels in the in the the color was always a leather strap, but a color, so like yeah, yellow yeah. or red or something. Massive face, and it had a color square, a color triangle, and a color circle in it. Big face and covered in diamonds. Okay. So we was just walking around near where we had my caravan growing up. Yes. These, um, <laughs> these, like, this little market thing, like Beat a bit, <laughs> beachside market. And uh, saw fakes, obviously, but like these two, someone had tried to make these two watches. Idiots that we were, it was like, oh, I'll get in there. We got, <laughs> thought we were proper cool. Like, we're getting these watches. I think maybe mum and dad paid like, like £10 each. Right? Oh, they were living proper. Because, like, that's dinner gone. Because me and him wanted a thing. I and mean, when we got him, walked five minutes to the car, got in the car and the wrist thing fell off. Oh, <laughs> and my dad just yeah. looking at us. You know, those moments as a kid where you slowly start to realise, I'm an idiot. <laughs> and my dad's looking at me because he's right. Yeah. I just always used to buy a gun whenever I went. Spud gun. Spud gun. Spud guns are amazid. amazing. When your dad's a greengrocer, spud gun, unlimited yeah. ammo. I used to get the most vicious BB guns. They used to sell them in Cornwall. And I don't know where they were getting these parts from, but they were stainless steel BB guns. I know. Were they red? I had one. Nah, no, reds were the, the stainless steel spud guns were red. The one I used to work, they were stainless steel red. They painted red because if they were black, yeah, then you they, could be pulled out. Oh, no, but you... Yeah, see, that happened later in my years. Okay. Because so I, I remember early, early, early days of it. That's days, the deal years with okay. you two. I, yeah, black. I, 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 had, a black I had a BB gun. Was was it? Yeah. That's it. That's, it, it. it. That's why they stopped doing it. Like it that. was so spot on. clip yeah, mag yeah, as well. Yeah. And you could fire ball bearings out of it. Yeah. yeah you could yeah. fire ball bearings out of it. And yeah. you could seriously... Because the BBs were like orange or yellow, You could kill animals. Oh, bro. I've got a story about it, actually. So when I used to go to North Wales when I was younger... I used to go shout out Cameron, Finley, and Gabriel, my cousins. I used to go and visit them. Um, what was the name of the place? 
uh, it was called, it was f not too far from Abbasok, a place, place called Pukheli. I don't know. Pukheli. If you're from Wales, correct me, feel free to correct me. But anyway, we used to go there, and the first thing we used to do, we used to go for like two weeks. On the first day, you'd go to the bike shop, and they would have BB guns yeah. and actual like air rifles yeah. in it. So we'd buy the BB guns. We had a shotgun one, a rifle one, and obviously the pistols. I remember my mate had a rifle one. Yeah, they were Murder. sick. But we would obviously go, they used to stay in a caravan, so you'd just be on the caravan site doing bits. You know yeah, when you're young, thing. and yeah. you're on your bikes, oh, and you're doing God. like drive-bys yeah. with your shotguns and that. And like I remember, I remember like going down to like a park, there's yeah, a yeah. park but near my house, but yeah, like yeah. a park that's got a wooded area, yeah, yeah, yeah. that kind of thing, with all the boys, all having these different things, but like even like with the rifle one, being like plotted up, like laying on the oh, floor. No, the nowadays time. I'd be like, I'm not getting shit on what I'm wearing. <laughs> but back then, <laughs> couldn't give a care, just yeah. straight down, laid down, Rifle, but like scoping yeah, to yeah. find your mate, you just see a thing in the distance. I was like, <laughs> I've always said, like, if you could have taken yourself at those age, maybe like I don't know, mm -hmm. 11, 12, mm. and just given you and your mates like dirt bikes, oh. BB guns, mm. and a field that had like jumps and things yeah. like that in it, it would be the the Hours. oh, it'd be unbelievable, mad. And a mate of mine now still does, um, does airsofting. My mate does Which is, as well. Um, That's, uh, that can be quite brutal, though. Oh, because it's, it's basically it's it's. Are they it's, like real guns? It's like pe it's strong pellets, basically. Yeah, to, the, to like the point where work. to the point where if I'm say we're against each other and I'm standing in the cor corner mm. over there, I have to say bang. I can't actually shoot you. So if we're at, if we're doing it's a real quarters, airsoft, yeah. if you're closer than yeah. I think it's like twenty yards, you can't actually fire anything at people yeah, because it can because it, like, it can, go like, through you. It can go through you. It can go into you. It's battered. It's mad, bro. But um. But they do it in like old shopping centres that aren't being used. Yeah, so there's one yeah. up in Reading, I think, is yeah, one that you yeah, said yeah. that he goes to. Zombie one. Um, but he said you go up there. Uh, I don't think it's that. That's what we were looking at before. There's something. I'm sure he told me it's in Reading where he goes. Might be the same before, place. Maybe. Might be the same thing. Um, but yeah, and the thing is, he's there buying like. They do, he said the people that are there have got like thousands of pounds spent on the gear. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But at the same time. He's got a pouch. One of the people there's got a pouch on his back mm. that's a water thing with a straw because he's oh, doing like an overnight no, game. No, and he's no. got a straw in to get it. See, this is where it crosses the line into sad. <laughs> it's madness. This is it's absolute madness. madness. Just, that, that's the moment it crosses he, the line. My mate's not mad. Like, this is a guy that's there. <laughs> there's one letter difference and this guy's just crossed the threshold. Yeah, but I tell you what, if you gave my mate Fred enough money to do it, he'd, is it Fred, he'd yeah? be yeah, Fred. Shout him out, he's a G he'd, still. He'd, he'd be that guy. He was there on the weekend, didn't he? He was there on the weekend. That's hilarious, man. I'll tell you what, when we, when we were in Wales, we were going back to Wales, yeah, the looks on people. So we'd come out of the bike shop with five guns, you know what I'm saying? So we're walking out, there's four black boys in the middle of Wales, like Welsh Wales, you know what I'm saying? Welsh Wales. They're like... <laughs> Not Cardiff. No what's going either. on, you know what I'm saying? It's mad. Like, we're walking around, nuts. Shout out Wales, mate. It was wicked time. What's your story, Horn Dog? Uh, my story is sort of is um, a sort of a, I guess... There's a key thing to it, but just a, a music catch-up, I guess, from the past week. Because there's been yeah, a lot man. going on. Yeah. Oh, stop this Eminem nonsense. You've had, um, you've had 50 Cent going for Buster Rhymes. <laughs> oh, he's just him, like, 50 Cent, Sav said this earlier, it's so true. 50, 50 Cent always kills people off, though. Doesn't yeah, even does. need to do a diss track. It's it's just, just he'll social, do it on social, social media. media kill it's just dumb. He killed but Floyd. Been, there's yeah. Been, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> there's been, he ruined Floyd's life over the ALS challenge. Yeah. Yeah, that one was amazing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What was it? Read a page from yeah. a Harry Potter. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'll donate um, fifty thousand pounds to a charity of your choice if you read one page of a Harry Potter. <laughs> <laughs> oh, deep south fifty cent. Um, yeah, so there's that. There's uh, there's news coming out this week that Tom Hardy is apparently in talks to release a grime album. That's a mad. But that, I, do you know that doesn't surprise me? Why? It does not surprise. That is me. a massive surprise because to me. he grew up. A proper scumbag. Did he? Where did he grow up? Well, no, no, no. To say a scumbag, <laughs> he had a he had a a difficult upbringing. <laughs> like I'm pretty sure he was addicted to. <sighs> I don't know what, so I might be wrong. But I'm pretty sure he was addicted to drugs. Like Crack early teens. Yeah. Because he lived. Like, Where did he? Did he grow up in was London? Homeless, wasn't he? Uh, yeah, he was homeless. homeless. Yeah. He was like yeah. cracking yeah. cocaine and heroin. Serious? Here's me just trying to not say the specifics and then just. Yeah, and he was a crack cocaine. I mean, I so potentially yeah. this is the case. Yeah, I'm not sure. But that doesn't play into any of this. He had a difficult upbringing. What's the one? Does that mean that he'd do a grunt? No, but I feel like he's more from that sort of urban. Like, <laughs> <laughs> there it is. 
Momos has turned up. And do you not think then, like any other actor, if an actor's going to do it, a white actor's going to do it, it doesn't surprise me. It's Tom Hardy. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. But that wasn't even really my main story. The one I was going. Like, if it was about. Daniel Radcliffe, I'd be like mad. Yeah. Yeah. Fair play. Maybe. Um, but so interesting there. But it'd be interesting to see what happens with Tom Hardy doing that. Yeah. Um, yeah. Apparently, like there's a there's a mixtape from 1999 that's been released recently. Of him. Um, of a guy who was like a producer at the time. We, he had a load of tracks that weren't finished, but all the raps and whatever are written and performed by Tom Hardy in it, but from way back when. Is it good? Um, I've listened to it because it's, it's like 25 songs on it, and a lot of them are instrumental, so you have to like really sift through to find... I found one track that had a guy talking on it, mm. and it was... Rubbish. Not really rapping. Or it was just, just sort of like faint talking in the background, yeah. So... Um, I don't know. I haven't really, I haven't really got enough to, to gauge it on. But you'd be um, surprised, wouldn't you, with with the amount of actors that can do music. Yeah. Like you'd be like, you got a. I've got something there. No, no. You always, do you ever find this? You always tell people the right side. If you so say if I'm looking at you, yeah, and you've got something here. So I'd say this to you because that's your the same side. If you're you'd always watch the other. Way, I mean, Horn is just sorry. Yeah, yeah. Like sorry it's a completely visual, completely visual feeling. Point being, people always brush the wrong side of the face when you tell them where something is. Um, but yes, yeah, so you've had Nicki Minaj and Cardi B have been going at it recently with a kickoff between them two. Don't yeah. touch Cardi B. Um, no, treasure. Yeah. You seen the thing going around that Cardi B and Ariana Grande are the same age and it's blowing people's minds. Apparently. I mean, that is quite that nuts. Is crazy. Yeah. That um, is quite nuts. Ariana is she Grande going out with no? Well. Is she going out with somebody? Do you know that's Ariana not? Ha- Grande, do you yeah. know that's not how you say her second name as well? Oh. My mum was blown by this. Grande. Everybody thought it. I, I thought it was Grande. Right. Like, and everybody seems Grande, to. Yeah. It's Grande. Grande. Yeah. Grande. I listened to her on. Ariana I listened Grande. to her on an interview the other day, and she called herself Ariana Grande. Is it not the accent? Fine. It was her who was speaking. Ariana so Grande. So she's she's gonna say it, right? Fair it's enough, fair play, Ariana Grande. That's the exact argument we had the other day. Yeah. Yeah. He's, he's just gone back on it. He's gone yeah. back on his entire argument about someone pronouncing their name. No, Maybe I haven't. We had that conversation about him saying Kanye West. Yeah, Kanye. Yeah. <laughs> I never said I was right. Joe. I always said I was wrong, but I said okay. that's how I pronounce it. It's right. Kanye. <laughs> right, okay. Anyway, the point I was getting to was that that part of the story, which was uh, Eminem and MGK, Machine Gun Kelly. Oh, God. Um, I just wanted to get, get your thoughts on it. Let's get yours first. My maybe. thoughts are that I'm, the only reason I even know who Machine Gun Kelly is is because he appeared on Catfish twice. I, he's I didn't so know that. irrelevant. I didn't know he did, that. did he? So irrelevant. Yeah, he, he was like partnering Neve. Uh, part- oh, Neve. on that series. And, it, and it's like he's terrible on that. And he, he comes across just so boring. I remember. And I bet he's a right boring bloke in real life. This is the thing. I remember finding out about Machine Gun Kelly a long time ago, like when he was obviously just coming on the scene and watching him and not really, me personally, not really needing to come back. Yeah. Like I was kind of done with it. Then I knew for me he wasn't the kind of person I want to listen to because I think he got signed to perform at a WrestleMania. Which, to be honest, if you get signed by what? WWE to perform at a WrestleMania, your career is pretty much on what, the way. Maroon out. Five are doing the Super Bowl this year halftime show. Yeah, but Flow Rider's done WrestleMania for like, I think about six of the last ten. Flow Rider. So, yeah, so that's oh that's God. like but that's their key. They're going to right. be the main yeah, audience, yeah, yeah, aren't yeah, they? Yeah. Um, <laughs> but so I kind of forgot about him from there, and then he pops up with the whole Eminem thing, and I think it comes from it was out of the blue, man, wasn't it? It well, felt it was like out of the six blue. years ago. He mentioned Eminem's daughter's name on a track or an interview. One of the two. I'm not okay. sure. Um, you don't do that if you're you've got any like sense about. It. You don't talk about his daughter. So how did well, that was the, the, well, the thing is that was the one like most of Eminem's beefs through the years. I've been because have been because of people mentioning his daughter's Literally. name on a track. Yeah. And is and but, Machine Gun Kelly did that. So why did Machine Gun Kelly drop Rap Devil? So uh, I can't. So so basically, Eminem released Kamikaze, which is yeah. this, like sort of random new album that just Rubbish. came out. And um, when uh, there was a there was a sort of a, a shot fired at Machine Gun Kelly in that just one one or one two little, lines, one little not jab, a little jab. Yeah. Yeah. So off the back of that, um, Machine Gun Kelly decided to make Rap Devil, and then Eminem decided to come back with Kill Shot. Um, I weird. Eminem first came back with a he sat down with Sway and did a an interview, which was like people saying he's, he's come back with an interview rather than a diss track. But and then he did the track. Um, in my view, it's like it's, it's an interesting one because Eminem wins it. If you're talking mm-hmm. about who wins the thing, Eminem wins it. Mm. But I was quite let down because it's like Eminem at six. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, so yeah, when yeah. you've seen how Eminem can do can go about these things in the past, it's like you finally think. And I know Machine Gun Kelly's not a big name, so it doesn't matter. But it's kind of like oh, if you, if you're going to give us a diss track, 
do us when you haven't wicked. done it in so long. Yeah, do a mad. Give move. us something like wicked. And yeah, the only yeah, thing is, yeah. it made me. It suddenly makes me made you made me realize when it was happening that, like, I don't know, last couple of years you've had Drake versus Pusha T, which was decent. There was some mm. good stuff in there. Before that, you had Drake and Meek Mill, which was decent. There was also some good stuff in there. But when you get one like this that comes out, it suddenly makes you realize how, in my view. The quality of like rap beefs and diss tracks has gone since yeah, Nas and Jay Z because it's all fake. Yeah, that's well, the reason. It's all, got, there's, got, it's there's all PR stunts. But that's the thing. Now it is. There is a lot, but it's just like that. It's almost it's hard to listen to some of it now because well, it just it just feels so bro. manufactured. But do you know what? It's because we grew up listening to Efa hit him up. Like, over. under the bridge, what's it called? Bridge of Doom. I can't remember what it's called. Mm. Anyway, like huge, massive diss tracks mm. that even now you listen to them. That's that's the greatest diss track that's ever been made. Do you know what I'm saying? No Vaseline. It's like now it's KSI, mate. Yeah, yeah versus it gets Logan, Logan Paul, Paul it's, getting it, as many views as that. Literally, literally more. So it's like, actually, no, you say that uh, Eminem broke the record. Yeah, it's done 80 mil, I think. Uh, most YouTube views on a hip hop track ever, I think. In his first, like, 24 hours. Like, diss track with Killshot. Killshot, yeah. That's pretty great. Which is crazy, considering he's in his 40s. But the fact that it actually became a YouTube... It was, like, clickbait on YouTube. It was, like, the YouTube trend was do a diss track. The fact that that is now a thing proves that diss tracks are dead in music. And they'll never come back. And the thing is, is you kind of don't necessarily want things to come back. Because you look at the likes of, like... Back in the day, Mm. they were linked to real... Problems that were happening, yeah, yeah. like you know, Nas and Jay Z stuff was about people sleeping with each other's exes or whatever, wasn't it? But um, or uh, that along with other stuff. But then um, the beef between Biggie and Tupac over the years, which was never like there's always the conspiracy theories as to what happened with that. Yeah. But it's like so you don't necessarily want it to be at the level it was at because there's other stuff going on with it. But it's just a bit of a for some for some time for someone who me myself I'm quite a like. Um, when it comes to rap, I'm I'm a I'm a big fan of like so, I'm a big fan of lyricism, like someone yeah. who can actually piece together something well. It's a shame when you feel like you're when you realise you're not living in the golden era. Yeah. Whereas I'm not a rap fan, and mm. to me, it's just all rubbish, like just <laughs> manufactured crap. Yeah. Like nobody means it. It's literally being done for money. Literally yeah. being done yeah. for views and publicity. Nobody anymore means what they're saying in I'll, rap. I would agree. I mean, you, for me personally, on like a more of a UK level, like if you listen to a grime diss compared mm. to a a Rap, rap diss, yeah, you can 100%. hear the authenticity in 100%. a grime artist's voice and they actually mean the venom that they're spitting. Yeah, because rap stars, like, what's his name? Is it Lil Pump? Yeah, He's, yeah. like, worth, like, $60 million <laughs> yeah. after one track yeah, yeah, that yeah, was yeah. crap and went viral. Yeah, yeah, like, th- there's no, like, legitimate rappers yeah, yeah. anymore because after one big track, they're a multi-millionaire, yeah, whereas back in, like, era, back in the day, mm. it's, it's yes. not, it was not like that. And, the, and, the, and the, the couple of people in the rap game that would be able to deliver something big like that, like a, in the US scene, like a Kendrick or maybe even a Cole or something, that no one's going to go at them. No, not really. And because also, they wouldn't go at each other because it's. Oh no, they never go at each because yeah, they actually the they get on. That's the thing. Yeah, so so it's, it's like for you're me, right. I, the grime is the is the If you, the, if you, if you go back and eat, well, even now, man, you listen to certain grime artists and it's, it's died off as well because, like, oh, you still got the classics. You still listen. Kano versus Wiley, mm. Gets versus P Money, like mm. Dirty Goods versus Wiley, bro. These are all like legendary classics, but that authenticity you can't get that anymore because mm. the hunger isn't the same. There's grime artists now that are millionaires. Yeah. Do you know what I'm saying? It's different. Yeah. You, won't, you would never in a million years in the early 2000s get a grime artist who was a, even a, like a, had 100 grand to his name. Mm. So like the hunger isn't the same. But the difference is that back in the day, when you're talking about a Jay-Z and a Nas situation, yeah. they, were, they were still still at the active. top. They were still yeah, at the yeah. top of their game. Yeah, they yeah, still yeah. had the venom within it. Yeah. But that's because there was more. There was more stuff to it. I just thought it was interesting thing to bring up. See what people's thoughts were on it. Yeah, um, let us know what you thought of rubbish. Shot and rub diss tracks are rubbish. Uh, I'm, the best I'm diss actually... track in about the last ten years has been Rotajours. <laughs> that's, like, that's the level yeah. we're currently at with the rap game. I'm actually. Uh, I'm, I'm with you. Um, I wish Snips was here. If, right if now, you want, if you want a winner, I'm not with you on the Rotajour bit. But if you want a winner from that beef, it's Eminem, in my opinion. But not up to scratch. Yeah, but Machine Gun Kelly didn't care about winning it. 
He just wanted the publicity, didn't he? The, listen, this, the, the, the fact that there's a line, there's a line Eminem says in that diss track where he says fish. about, yeah, there's a line Eminem says in that where he says, oh, I had to give you a career to destroy it. Doesn't actually go against the fact that you gave him a career. So he's just had he's his, he's just had when, his biggest dropped, moment. Like, I bet when he dropped kill shot, Machine Gun Kelly was at home going, woohoo! Yeah, high five like, in the missus. Eminem's just made the biggest YouTube um, hip-hop hit like in, in the, thing, the whole Kelly. time. When you go on the video, it's Machine Gun Kelly's face in a sniper. He's loving it. Yeah, yeah. And then he goes and supports Fallout Boy and walks out with his own with that exact design on his own shirt. That's the thing. Like, he's, he's, he's loving it, man. Although he did get booed off stage there. No, apparently it was a lie. Apparently that wasn't the case. Apparently, a few people on Twitter were saying, oh, don't use, um, don't use Fallout Boy fans to try and get yourself a chill or whatever, but apparently a lot of people say he, he wasn't booed, so... Trump. But don't you find that with pretty much every scenario where there's one artist smaller than the other anyway? Always. So, like, with, with even, like, for example, Chip versus Bugsy Malone. Yeah. Very few people knew who Bugsy Malone was yeah. before the Chipmunk beef. Obviously, yeah. if he was into Grime, and I knew who he was, so I, I was well into it because I was like, oh, my gosh, I can't believe these two are going at each other, but... Bugsy then, Malone yeah. won the mm. clash simply because off the back of it, his career went yeah. huge now. Yeah. Like he's one of the biggest artists in the UK. Forget about grime. Just it's even, it's even if you look at if you go on the US side of it with the rap thing, you look at Drake and Meek Mill. Yeah. Now Meek Mill lost that, as yeah. everyone always said, it was one of the biggest L's taking these things. Yeah, 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 yeah. But that actually started the best resurgence of Meek Mill's career that he's oh, had, yeah, and he's sure. at his best he's ever been right now. Yeah, man. And it's because it's because he's gone from this like at the lowest point. And now coming, coming back, back up, yeah. so it's like, it, as you say, it's all built to engineer careers. The yeah, whole thing, but yeah, Joe, interesting. Joe, Joe, what's your story? Story. My story is about doping. <coughs> I've oh, spoken yeah. about it before on a podcast. It careers. And the reason I bring it to the table is today the Russian Athletics Federation have been reinstated into the Olympics. Mm-hmm. Uh, WADA have basically reinstated them after a three-year ban. Because mm. there's still loads of like stuff they've got to do in Russia. They've got to turn over all of the stuff in the laboratories and shut down the Moscow lab and do loads of little bits and pieces. But effectively, they're back. Yeah. And I want to know your guys' thoughts on whether or not you think drug users in sport should, should be, be banned right for in. life. Because recently, I've seen drug users winning things and it's starting to wind me up I know, exactly when I watched mean, Canelo Triple G last weekend and everybody was like go on Canelo go yeah, on Canelo yeah. go on Canelo I was thinking man you, you're supporting <coughs> a drug taker a yeah, drug yeah, user yeah, here yeah. who yeah. deliberately deliberately did it to try and gain the upper hand yeah. yes I will say I've said this on a previous podcast that um, Canelo in terms of just watching his style of fighting has so always been one of my favourite uh, boxers to watch because I don't know. It just, it just, it's always care, made, it just made it look so he, good. He doesn't like, care. Um, he just but goes with I agree. Fury. I agree with your point. Yeah. Like Tyson Fury as well has now got a shot at a heavyweight title. Has the Indian Wilder? Yeah. Uh, Wilder. Asterix on that. I don't think they've actually confirmed it yet. Yeah, I don't think it's a hundred. Wilder is one of the world champs, but it's not confirmed. Yeah. Anyway, and. Should should Tyson Fury really be fighting again? So, what's your view on it? Because the two sides to my me view is flat is that out once, no. My, my view is once you're once you've taken drugs, once you'd be banned from that sport for life. Okay, but you and, have to and so prove that you took the drugs. And so, what's your thought on? I'm I'm playing devil's advocate here, just to put yeah. the other side across. What's your thought on if you get served a suspension or whatever, and you do that time? Should be no suspension. You should be banned for life. Yeah, okay. as, as soon as you're caught and it's confirmed 100% you're taking drugs mm. to cheat in a sport, you should be banned from that sport for life. See, now, this is where I think there's, there's lines. I think there should be lines. Um, do I think drug cheats should be banned for life? Yes, would be the answer. That's if I had to give a yes or a no answer. But, for example, one of my favourite fighters to ever watch is John Jones, and he's been caught, caught out multiple times. Drug, using drugs. But his is not uh, performance enhancers, is it? So now this is the his thing. Is one, the, first is one was, the first one was Coke. Yeah. And obviously that's not performance enhancing. If anything, it's it's not going to benefit mm. his, his fighting. But the second one was for trace amounts of steroids. Yeah. Bad. See, now this is Done. where, this is where, like, my, my opinion is a bit blurred because listening to scientists talk about the amount that was found in his piss, 
it wouldn't have been enough to affect y your you physically, right? How did he take it? Did uh, he choose to know. take something? No, no, no it, we, well, we will Definitely. never know that. We will never know that. Obviously, maybe, maybe he didn't. But the fact of the matter is the amount that was found in the sample they took was not enough to affect his performance against DC. <coughs> but for me, I think the fact that there's... Yeah, maybe you're right. Maybe there, there needs to be a, a lot, like an amount found yeah. or yeah. a. I think that's quite. A, I think that's quite a, yeah, a standard. That should be yeah, quite yeah, standard. But yeah. once that's happened, ban them. Get rid of them. We it's don't like need them. It's like a drink limit. Yeah, I know what you mean. Like, like um, here's one it, thing I think. Gatlin should never have been allowed. Like, here, here's yeah. here's one thing that I think is worth noting in that though. I think um, there's different ways to deal with it for athletes at different stages of their career. Because I think in your early years, no, from what not. I know... Get rid of it. No, but <laughs> from in, in very early years of athletes when they're coming up, there's, first of all, um, not always as good uh, an educated mind on their side as to what they're taking. There's a huge influence sometimes, I'm not saying always, I'm saying some, a huge influence from trainers that are controlling a lot more than... And, and these people are basically asked to put their faith in the person training them so they know what's yeah. best for them. Um, and basically, they're being led in a way where, where they're not 100% in the right position. Where, whereas, the, what I'm saying, the difference is, you look at a Lance Armstrong, mm. who is calculating yeah. to basically do this whole process because he knows results, 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 at the peak of his career, do this whole thing. I think that is different to someone in their up-and-coming years, basically... Um, I'm not going to say not knowing what they were doing because I think that's a very easy get out for people. But uh, I think naivety can play a certain part. For sure, points. for sure, it can play a certain part. Definitely. We still should be doing it. You know, what even, doing? even for example, right? Frank Mir, who was uh, once UFC heavyweight mm. champion, and this is a true story, I f believe, but I'm like 95% sure. Um, he ate kangaroo in Australia. And there's a something in kangaroo, some like endorphin or something in a kangaroo that if you eat it, it will show up in a test that you've taken steroids. And he got cleared of it because they tested the kangaroo meat and it was exactly the same amount mm. and it was exactly the same thing that they found in his piss. So like things like that, if you yeah. get found doping, cool. If you get found cheating, it, like let, look deeper Yeah, there's got to be lines for sure, but once yeah. you're over the line, you've got to be banned. No, 100%. I don't think Justin Gatlin should have ever been allowed to be on a track again, let alone a Nike ambassador. Do you 100%. know what I mean? And then yeah. that's yeah. a madness. That, no, that's a different step. That's I a think, madness. As well. Brands then aligning themselves with, with people is, is yeah. crazy, just mental. Like. So then, just to round off, Anthony Joshua obviously fighting on Saturday. Yeah. Uh, and he's fighting Povetkin, of course, mm -hmm. banned as well for taking illegal substances. What's our thoughts on the fight? Who's gonna Who's gonna win? I think Joshua wins. Tough um, fight though. It's it no, no, it's not tough. I don't. I just mean my call is Joshua wins. It is a tough fight. Povetkin, his last one against um, God, who did he fight with the? Uh, price, that remember that price? price the, yeah. The, the, yeah. Um, which obviously Price was. That was almost a last gamble for him when it to try and. He's lost. He lost the fight early on, man. Um, Shouldn't have been boxing again. Yeah, but uh, Povetkin in that. I mean, he's never really going to lose it. But looks. He, he looked good, up. but he also looked hittable, man. Yeah. Like, there was, there was, I think he's got a good chin, though, Povetkin. He has but, got a good but chin. But Joshua wins it. Yeah, Joshua, I think Joshua wins it. I think if, if, he gets hit, if Povetkin gets hit with the same left hook mm. that David Price caught him with, remember when he stumbled back like that oh, and yeah. went viral? Yeah. If he gets yeah. hit with that, Joshua, <laughs> he's not stumbling, he's just on the floor. Yeah. This is probably AJ's second hardest fight ever behind Vladimir. You reckon? Yeah, man. I think. I think... In terms of levels, I think second behind Klitschko. I, I personally think that Dylan White can I was about, I was, that's what I was going to say. I'm not saying, no, no. When, when Joshua fought Dylan White, that wasn't his hardest fight. But, White's but got a lot now, if they fought, I think Dylan White would be as tough as I, Klitschko because of the fact that he's improved so much. I just love that fight, though. It was a good fight, it was a good that fight. That fight between when Joshua and Dylan yeah. White. That yeah. one moment he was with AJ and oh everyone. He's so good. I don't know, Povetkin's also... He's Pavet very good, though. Povetkin's also a gold medalist, right, as well? Yeah, yeah, I think he is an Olympic gold medalist, so yeah. I'm excited for, for the AJ fight. I'm going to go AJ win, though, not yeah. Anthony Joshua's Olympic. Let's go round, then. And some say he shouldn't have won it. Yeah. Camarelli should have won. Let's, yeah. let's go rounds then. I'm going Anthony jo Joshua knockout in the third round. Third. third. Ooh, early knockout. I'd go later than that. I'd say Joshua wins by stoppage in six. Yeah, I'd say six or seven. Halfway through the fight, I think. 
I don't I know don't if he's knocked out. Yeah, I I think, I think, I'll go stoppage in the third. I think he drops him a couple of times and the ref steps in. Yeah. You reckon? Yeah. I don't know whether or not... Because if you watch the way uh, the Parker fight played out, and obviously Parker's a bit more of a tricky customer, I think, than Povetkin, a lot harder to hit. But having said that, like when Josh doesn't know how to hit him, he just doesn't know what to... Like he, When but, he hasn't figured <coughs> him out, he, you can see him sort of panicking a little the, bit. The weirdest thing about the Parker fight, I thought, with Joshua, which, which upset me a bit because he's always been quite an entertaining fighter to watch, yeah. was it was like he worked out in the first couple of rounds that he couldn't just catch him. Yeah, yeah. And so Joshua fought... I'll beat him on points. I'll just beat him on points. That's It'd be, yeah, that's, yeah, he fought that fight. Yeah, 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 which yeah. is like, fair enough, go do yeah, it. That's smart, though. But it's smart, it's but it was, smart, but yeah. what, when you were watching it, it was like, I don't yeah. like that fight. It was a bit like, come on, man, do something. Yeah, yeah. It was a bit, it got very boring, that fight. But I, even in the Takam fight, same thing. I don't think he, he didn't come across when a Takam fight. Takam yeah. took that on short notice. I think it was Povetkin that pulled out of that, wasn't it? Yeah, it was, yeah. because Tak Takam was like a crowd hero. Yeah, that yeah, as well, yeah. Wasn't it? <coughs> yeah. To be fair, though, Takam's eye was absolutely. Yeah, it was. So we've all we've all got Joshua. Joshua, got Josh. I'm going third. You're going sixth for you. Six or seven. Six. Yeah, we'll go six. So one of you, you take seven. seven you yeah. go sixth. I'll go third. Uh, there we go. Cool. Let us know your predictions for the AJ Povetkin fight yeah, in the comments below. I guess that's kind of it for this is episode it? of NSFW. Yeah. yeah. Uh, we've been going for about an hour anyway. I'm pretty tired. I'm off our late for a meeting. I kind of need a Red Bull. Uh, so anyway, if you're listening on the podcast app or Spotify, don't forget to rate and review. Make sure you hit the like and subscribe button if you're watching on YouTube. Right. Uh, go over